Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. You know, I just got mauled by the Douglas. Just sort of been happening more often lately, hasn't it? Yeah, he, he likes to maul me. So, the Douglas, for anybody who's missed the updates on the Douglas. Sorry, people. That was very unprofessional of me. Anyway, the Douglas is the dog we, on a kind of whim, adopted from the Henderson Animal Shelter uh, in March of 2023. An extreme whim. Like, we went there, and he was cute, and we couldn't say no. And then we get this dog home. And it's very obvious he had been abused by his last people. Yeah, like crystal clear obvious. Yeah. Like he's ter- was terrified of you. He growled when people spent too much time near him. He would flinch. Now he's finally getting used to you. It's been nine months. He's finally getting used to you. He, I wouldn't say he trusts me, but he wants to trust me right which is the first step and all i've done with him is just gentle pets go with what his signals are if if i notice that i pet him for two minutes and it's fine but any longer than that and he gets grumpy i don't do it longer than two minutes i just i play within his rules and And that's he has very firm rules and he responds accordingly though like that's how you gain his trust is show him you, that he can set the rules. And you know what? There are some things I set the rules on, like when he's being a jerk to one of the other dogs, which he can do from time to time because he's kind of a crotchety old man once in a while. And we just tell him to go away. And he does. He goes and sits by himself. Or if there's no place for him to sit by himself, he'll go into your office and jump up onto the guest bed and stay there he jumps onto into our yeah or he just goes into our bed because that's where he sleeps but it's but the point is he takes himself away from the situation so in the long run he's a really good dog and we really lucked out with him and so when we came in here to do this podcast tonight all the dogs followed us in which is weird usually none of them are allowed so if you jerks bark it's the last time Anyway, yeah. and Doug was all climbing up on you like he was just like you love me. And now you're sitting here petting him. Yeah, he's just uh, he's just right to my uh, left and he's just sitting there and I'm rubbing one of his ears really gently. And that's what I've been doing with him is just he loves the gentle, gentle touch. It's it's just something that he likes. And it's difficult for me because I'm kind of a rough person. and. Like I'm a bull in a china shop and I just storm ahead and and I'm loud and I have to remember with him not to be loud and not to be all those things. And that's a big reason why it's taken him so long to trust me is that I'm loud and obnoxious. So, you know, just being honest. But he's coming around. He's become he becomes less of an asshole every single day, pretty much. <laughs> Speaking of assholes. Didn't you say you had a. Am I the asshole? Yeah, so I changed I love my head these. because I found a better one. I love these. Okay, Douglas, are you going to listen with me and we'll decide? Okay. Douglas says this me person and Douglas, is not the asshole. Me and way. Douglas are going to decide. Okay. So I'm going to give you 
a little heads up about this. This post has been up. edited to have a paragraph of additional information at the end. All right, right. Let's pause for a second and wait and for the And then listen to our last paragraph. All right. Perfect. About six months ago, a new employee was hired. The requirement was that holiday nights and weekends are rotation-based. We get off one weekend a month, and we take turns with holidays. I do the schedule. We've had eight holidays since she's started, and she's managed to be off for each of them. She has asked for an extra weekend off a month since she has started claiming random family emergencies or illness. Between the rest of us, we've always been able and willing to accommodate, but we roll our eyes because none of us really trust her excuses. But now, after having every holiday, including Halloween, she has requested off five days surrounding Christmas. I was able to approve the last four days, but not the first day requested, which happens to be this coming Saturday. Oh, boy. That day was denied more than a month ago. Now here it is, days before Saturday, and she sent out a message stating she absolutely needs that Saturday off to go out of town to be with her family, who are three hours away. No one is willing to switch with her. She also has off four days surrounding New Year's. Here is where I question if I am the asshole. As a more tenured employee, I am allowed to work alone. It's not ideal, but I could do it. I could suggest to our boss to let her have an extra day off, her requested five days off, in order to give the rest of my team an extra day off. I am working open to close alone on Christmas Eve so that everyone else can be with their family or do whatever. But she's annoyed to not have an extra day off with me covering for her again. Am I the asshole for not working alone to allow her a fifth day off? Here's the edit. In trying to keep it short, I left out that I wasn't the one who was approving these holidays off. She would do trades after the schedule was set, which is absolutely permitted. The reason I feel guilt is because she's looking to trade and the boss is not willing to trade, as is his right, but I know an alternate solution that would only impact me. Yeah, I don't think they're the asshole. I think the other person's doing something. We don't know what they're doing, but they're doing something to manipulate the system. That's what my gut says. Because there's no way that a brand new person in a system that's supposed to be rotating coverage manages to get every single holiday off. Right. Like. Well, it said in the last paragraph that she's switching with people. Well, sure. But like, why does management allow somebody to get away with that? Some people would say, well, why do you care? Well, because if that person was willing to switch, and work on the holiday and so you didn't have to maybe one of the other people who were working on the holiday would have wanted to switch out instead and you keep taking up all the um of the switches so there's nobody to switch with the people who could also benefit from it it's just wrong and i think the employer it's their schedule that's being taken advantage of that's the thing there's a reason they put like i can remember writing schedules for retail and being like, well, if so-and-so is working, um, they can only work the video return counter they, or the video checkout counter. They don't know how to run a register. So you'd have to have certain other people run the register. Well, then if, if they were one of the register folks, you can't just switch with that dude. Right. And yet that's what was happening here. It's like there were other person seems to be willy-nilly able to do whatever the bleepity bleep they want. When I uh, when I had to write an employee manual for one of my clients, I had to include in there that the person that is covering for them must be able to do all of the tasks that have to get done during their shift. 
And it only makes sense. Right. Like they need to be able to take phone calls and do this thing and do this thing and do this other thing, you know? I mean, there, I are, totally some, agree with you. there are some people who would argue with you that, you know, well, what about a new hire? A new hire's in a situation where they know nothing. Well, yeah, but that's why they're they're a new hire. An event and they're not expected to be by themselves right away as a new hire. If if there's nobody else to help, then that's when the manager, you know, the one training them, steps up and works a little bit of extra time. So you think nobody's the asshole in this situation? Well, it kind of feels gut instinct like the holiday taker is the asshole. But I don't know for sure from the facts of what was said in that story, what she's doing. So I can't say anything about her. So and I don't think the other person's an asshole for being upset at what's going on. So nobody's an asshole. There are no assholes. Do you want me to read you the 400 paragraph comment that was left on this post? Oh, God. Try. Go for it. Mm. I'll kick back. I know this isn't a hugely accepted thought process. But I believe that when I put in for specific days off that I've quote unquote requested, it's really just me telling you I won't be there. And that's that. I get that this causes issues for other employees, but that's not my fault. This is hard to read out loud. The scheduling manager should be able to figure it out. I'm literally a single person in a machine of workers employed by a company that's made to replace people when they quit or have a mental breakdown. I've worked at so many places that disrespected my time and money, not giving me my son's birthday off when it was literally his first birthday, etc., that I now don't care if I inconvenience others at my workplace because the manager refused to work with me. Does that make me a bad employee? Absolutely not. And anyone who says so probably go to work with a raging flu saying they can't miss a day. I give plenty of time in advance for these things to be figured out and... The fact that I get nine out of ten times don't get the days off I asked for is the reason I've just taken to giving them my availability, my forced days off, and telling them to figure it out themselves politely whenever they need me on a day off or they purposely schedule me over days off I need. Doctor's appointments, hospital visits, etc. She just goes on and on. That was less than half of it. I've had people try that with me where they go, well, this is my availability this week. Oh, this is my availability this week. Well, this is my availability this week. So I started saying, you're going to need to explain the days you're not available. And I reserve the right to ask for proof of the reason you give. Because I don't believe that your availability changes on a weekly basis. I just don't believe it. You're a college student, dude. Your, your classes don't rotate every week. Right. It was really... It was ludicrous. But people try that crap because they want to avoid having to work you want to your know how schedule. I would handle that? Oh. oh, you need all of these days off? Well, I only need people on those days, so I've got no hours for you this week. There you go. And yeah. that was how I would play it yeah. every single time. Or if I'd already That's made the schedule idea. and she was like scheduled to work only like six hours that she wasn't saying she that was she was saying she was actually available. Those are the only six hours she'd get that week. F you. It's my business. I get to choose how many hours they schedule you for, especially part-time people. And she's clear that commenter is clearly a part-time person. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, (laughs) it's, it's interesting though, as I listened to that comment and thinking about how many people might actually agree with that. Like how many upvotes did it get? Well, first off, I don't read it. 
Second off, on a post that has, I can't see how many comments, but it's it has 731 reactions to the post. How about mm-hmm. that? That comment only has two reactions and only and one comment agreeing with them. So nobody cared. And it's been there for more than 24 hours. So nobody cared. Correct. And out of the two reactions to her comment, one is rage. And the other one is the person who commented. Well, because I just wondered how many people might agree with that sentiment, because that's a pretty um, bleak sentiment. I'm going to guess that every person who's an idiot on the uh, DoorDash subreddit that you frequent agrees with that person. I would think so. I'm telling you I'm not available. I would think so. Yeah. Kind of like a tip is a bid. I mean, yeah, yeah, don't get me started. You know, I so of the main main thing, I don't think there are any assholes there. Um, I think that the new employee is taking advantage and that something should be maybe addressed about that. But somebody in the somebody else in the comments, I think their comment was very good. It's the end of the year. 2024 is a new year. Set her straight for the way it's going to work in 2024. Yeah, and then enforce it. I mean, okay, I also don't understand. This person has clearly shown that they're going to take the days off that they want to take off. You know they're not going to show up on Saturday and you're going to have to cancel your plans and go in. It would be a lot better in a situation like that. If you you have two choices, get rid of that person, potentially using the method you mentioned. Right. Or understand that whatever that person asks for a day off, it's them telling you they're not going to be there. And you just schedule accordingly. Well, and I would just take them off the schedule for that day and not add another day somewhere else. I mean, I'm sorry, you weren't available to work? Okay, then you don't get those hours this week. Yeah, oh, I agree with you. I'm going to guess that half the people who are listening will think I'm a dick for saying that. Half of the people who are listening will think, yeah, go Toria! Woo! No, you're right. I think think you're absolutely right. It would be a 50-50 split. I do. I think that because people right left issue, I think. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. It's one of those things that sometimes boggles my mind because I can almost perfectly see both sides of the issue. And I think in true consistency's sake, I can be persuaded to either side of this issue. I mean, the comments I've given you are like my initial reaction to how I think I would handle it. But like nobody is here giving me any valid reasons why I'm wrong. If somebody came at me and they were like valid reason one through 30, I'd be like, oh. Yeah, because you're going to think about what you're going to think about what they said. And you're going to decide, first of all, does their their logic make any sense? And then you're going to decide, do you agree with their logic? And then from there, you're going to make your decision about what you continue to hang on to and what you let go and change. Right. I mean, it's simple. Right. So. But you're right. It's hard to say. It's why I said I can't really comment much on the new hire. You didn't, you didn't get enough. Because I don't know any information about what they really did. I heard from this person what happened. Right. But I never actually heard from her what happened. And you know what? If she's switching shifts with people, the real truth of the matter is then your your schedule's being honored as long the only rule I would have is I would put rules in place around the switching. Like we said, if it's a cashier position that day, that shift, it has to be a person who can run the cash register. It's right. Otherwise it's not correct. I mean you screw things up. Has to be able to handle your tap. Because then your schedule isn't really being affected. 
you have a cashier there. Think about our recent week, recent experience when we went to Cafe Rio last week to get the nachos. Oh yeah, this is not a complaint. So, well, actually, it's from my, my opinion. I'm just going to start out by saying this is praise because right. it was pretty amazing. I'm just just going to use her as an example. So when we get there, the girl, there's a girl working with the person who took our order, and it's her first day. Yeah. And Cafe Rio, if you haven't been there, is like a slightly more complex Chipotle. And it's very fast paced. Right. You think And they have a take they have a takeout line too, like a not a takeout line, a um uh uh drive through. Yeah. Anyway, so she was she was having a hard time. She didn't know what she was doing. We were very nice and patient with her, of course, because it was her first day. The person her training with her was absolutely fantastic. You know, it was all a good experience. Yep. I'm going to use her as an example. A week from now, how much better do you think she's going to be? Probably decently better. Yeah. But still not as well-trained as the girl who's training her. So should the girl who is training her call her in to be a cover? No. Because I heard them saying, be thankful they didn't put you on the drive through your first day. You won't learn that until about a month in. Yeah. No. So then you all of a sudden get called in the next day to cover a drive through shift. You're going right. to be like a deer in the headlights. And that poor girl her, on day one was having such a struggle with the main concept of the thing. I think day two, the drive through would completely drown her and she would have a mental breakdown and cry. Well, she seemed to be one of those people who like stresses. And then once she stresses, she can't think because yeah. she did. She was far from dumb. Like she right. was she was an intelligent person. But she didn't. Because it was only her first shift, she didn't know where anything was. She right. didn't know like how much to put she on. She's feeling anything. it out exactly. Yeah. This is why it's not a criticism of her. I yeah. just wanted to use her as an. And I, I have to say, like, I'll finish off that whole thing by saying, um, the girl that was training her was super patient. Like, she even she told her something at one point, and like thirty seconds later, the girl asked basically the exact same question. <laughs> and she said, "Well, like I said." That's all she said. Just to kind of let her know, look, dude, I already told you this. But she didn't go home. She just said it. Well, like I said, you know, you just have to do it this way. Yeah. Yep. I'm being mauled again by the Douglas. I, I think we're ending the way we're, we started. I'm getting mauled by the Douglas. And the Cyrus is snoring away, and I'm going to join her. Good night. Hasta la bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.